When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Files, an actual play, Call of Cthulhu, and Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Featuring Abel Morrison as Mathon. How can you be a bard? You're the ugliest creature alive. Seth Morrison as Tim. Alright, gents, stick to the shadows. Stay close to the trees. Climb them if you have to. Donovan Bollard as Drandy Savage. Let's just say I wanted to go for a midnight stroll with my cat. Peter Morrison as Glenn Gulia. Perhaps they're in need of some entertainment. Sam Morrison as Major Baker's Cat. Well, my name is Major Baker's Cat. <laughs> Meow. And I'm your Dungeon Master, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your acid arrow. Let's find some hot melfs in your area. <laughs> So, Tim, as you go up and you touch the statue, as soon as you touch it, you get more flashes in your mind. You're back to that vision again, that strange place with its, you know, huge, tall buildings, the thing in the sky, uh, the, again, the strange sky that is that weird color of not the natural, normal color that you see here in the sky of purple. It's this weird blue uh, in this world. And uh, you see these things that flashes through your mind for a second, and then you hear it's not necessarily a voice, but like impressions coming from the statue that Uh are asking you basically... Well, and it does ask you in a voice that you understand. 
So you hear a voice in your head after you see these visions. And it asks you, Who are you? Who am I? (laughs) I'm Jackie Chan. You're Tim. I'm Tim. I. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Okay, I'm seeing and hear your name's Tim. All right, that's yeah. right there. Okay, I'm in your brain. I am one with the darkness. No, fuck yeah, it's all in here. There you go, Tim. Okay, they call me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Tim. Wow. laughs> you were gonna let me do that whole thing, huh? All right, they <laughs> right, call me Tim. <laughs> so, and again, the impression comes in with the voice. And it asks you, but also it's more like it's it's also digging into your mind to find the answers, even though it asks you. What are your intentions? What is your favorite color? I seek the Holy Grail. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. You seek to protect the ways from those that would seek to misuse them. Yes. <laughs> Yarp. So you say that. Yarp. <laughs> and you feel like a spike of pain as it digs into your mind to discover the truth of what you said. Um, are you telling the truth? Do you seek to protect the ways or do you seek to use them for your own gain? Oh, I seek to use them for my own gain. Okay. Of course you do. I'm a freaking thiefing rogue. Yeah. What do you think I do? It's going to shoot laser eye. It's like the statue scene in the never-ending story. It's going to blast you. Yeah. Um, okay, so are you lying to it? Uh, yes. You do seek to use them for your own gain? Oh, I do. Uh, okay, I'm going to need you to roll a deception check. Ooh. You got the extra die? Uh, you already used it. As it should. I do have a look, though. Uh, five minus one. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and... Can I use a luck? You can use your luck. And that just Come gives on. me a re-roll? Yep. Re-roll. Come on. 17 minus 1, so 16. Jeez. <laughs> okay. He's going to walk out of here with night vision goggles, super strength gauntlets, <laughs> and the ways. Seems, le- seems legit. I do not see deception in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Protect the ways with all the power that you have. And as it says that, its spear moves to the side, and there's a door that opens up from where its spear was. I jump through the door. Okay. At will. So do I. You're cut Ow. in half. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go through the door Yeah, we're already through the door Okay, so what do you do? Yeah, I tell him about it and I say a voice spoke to me Open the way or Open the door to the ways For us to protect the ways And as it moves open, and there are images that flash in your mind So you do see that pyramid You see the black pyramid And you see it what looks like A long, long time ago uh, It's not covered in In what is now like a hill And trees and overgrown you see, it's just a, an, it's just the stone black pyramid, and there's that stone obelisk on top, with that sheen, and that sheen now ripples, and you see things moving through it, 
You see things start to come out of it. You see other places, different worlds. Uh, you can tell it's different because the stars are different in the sky. The skies are different colors. There's numerous moons in the sky and planets that you can see. And in some of them, you see things coming out of these portals and they just, or through that obelisk, and they start flooding across the landscape. And you cut to a new place, a new world, other things, huge creatures in the sky as there are fires everywhere and more creatures flooding over the landscape. Another world in ruins as more things flood through the way, through the door that is now open. And it all fades. How do we close the way? Yeah, I'll tell him all about that. So, the room behind it, as you look in, if there's somebody, you guys are, who went, you jumped in? Yeah, we all go in. Yeah, go through. I go in. Yes. I'll go through it. Um, so as you step in there, this is what looks like a vault. There are shelves in here. I forgot about the vault. There are... I search. Dibs. Do I see magical items? Um, you do. There's Ooh. a book in here Dibs. that appears to be magical. <laughs> I don't tell any of them what's magical. Um, it's a looks like it's wrapped in green leather. Uh oh. And Ooh, it's the Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, on the cover, you can read the title. Uh, <laughs> uh actually, you uh, you cannot read it. You thought you could read it for a second, but it's in a language you don't know. What do you? What language? What language is this? Do you know? I know cat, common, and elvish. You can't read it. It's not in cat. You thought you could for a second. Is it dragonic? No. You also thought you could read it for a second, but you can't. Is it Portuguese? Yes, it's from Portuguese. (laughs) It says (laughs) Cadigibunda. No. (laughs) No, it's uh, it's in English. It says ass face in English. (laughs) Uh, So... You, you see this book. It's obviously, this looks ancient. It's wrapped in leather. Ancient. With a title on it and a symbol. Next to it on the shelf is also magical. Um, is a lantern that seems just out of place for some reason. You don't know why. It just seems to be out of place. I pick it up with my teeth. <laughs> and there are several vials, potions. I drink them. On, um... Uh, there are two potions of healing that you guys also find in here. And you see a statue up against one wall, and it just has its hands outstretched like this. Ooh, the sentinel. Out in front of it. Uh, and that is also magical. It's, it's about human height. It's a, it's a woman in a long dress. And she has, and she's slender, maybe like almost like exaggeratedly so, with arms outstretched and up. Does it look like maybe those vials go into her hands or something? Um, no, as you grab the vials, you realize they're potions of healing. Okay. Um, maybe the lantern? Well, I pick it up in my teeth, put it in my inventory. I take okay. the it lantern vanishes in the into your inventory. And let's put the lantern and the book into her hands. I'm with, no, I'm I'm with the that. ghoul on that All right, one. I do that. Okay. Um, yeah, give it to you. As you touch that book, you get a uh, icky feeling is the best way to describe it. Do I not handle it because it makes me feel icky? No, like it's something you can brush off, but yeah, it does give you a, there's just an off feeling. Uh, you place it in the hands of the statue. There's like a, you do see kind of like a magical pulse. Um, 
and that's all. It doesn't seem like anything else happens. I sniff the book. Does it smell like humans? Uh, I turn back. It's mine. I want to tune I with take it. the vials. How many were there? Two. And then, uh, who? You got healing magic. Not me. Um, yeah, I no, don't so you do. Way. Who needs a healing potion? I've got oh, healing magic. I, could. Got magic. Um, I don't have I got, any magic. I got lay, lay on a hands. But think you got nine lives. I, All right, I'll I give can't. one vial to my friend. Dragon Man. Drandy Savage. Randy <laughs> S- Dra- <laughs> Reginald America. <laughs> Reginald America, here, boys. You globalist. Um, all, all right, right, can I take the lantern back? Yeah, you can take it. How do you carry it? I'm gonna tune with it. <laughs> Short rest. Um, it it doesn't. All right. It's not equipable. Will you carry this one? I will. You leave? I will carry. I will take the ring to Mordor. Can I will we? carry the, the lantern. So I take the lantern and um, I Is there hands. anything else I can perceive about the bulk of the mythos? Wow. Wow. I don't uh, want to a carry book the book. in a strange language. It makes me feel Ooh, Can I do a Yacht Sawgoth on the book? Uh, yeah, you can roll for it. In fact, I think I feel a song coming on. Two. Ah, four. That book uh, is you so don't terrible. know what this book is. It makes you can't read the language, like and so you, there's a, a million different old magical books that it could be. Can you light the lantern? I light the lantern. Okay. Um, yeah, I light it. So it needs oil. Do you have oil? Oh, yeah, oil. I don't know. I'll okay. give him some of my oil. Okay, they give me oil, and right. I light the lantern. So you fill it up with oil. You light the lantern. And when you do it, it gives off this... Uh, uh, it's a it's a pleasant light, actually. It's a nice yellow glow that comes out of it. Um, as you swing it around and you're looking, it illuminates the room very well. And as it l- shines on the wall nearest to you, you see a window there that you did not see before. What about the book? Does it reveal any secrets on the book? Like, can we read the language? It hasn't changed the book at all. I approach the window and I look through it with the lantern. Okay, as you approach the window and you look through, it reveals a scene of a familiar-looking place, but it seems strange, like a different world, like a dream. Um, something you saw in a dream one time, maybe. Is a Dom Card's family getting eaten by the <laughs> Alpha Smoothie? It's a modest-looking house on the inside, which is familiar in a lot of ways, you know, to houses that you know. But there are aspects of it that are strange. Things, objects in it you don't recognize that are unfamiliar to things that you know. You see a woman come walking in and a, and a, and a small boy. They're talking, they're kind of running and playing. She's wearing a dress. Again, odd clothing that you don't really recognize. And as you're watching them, the front door opens to the house. And again, like, suddenly you're struck by the strange lighting from this place. Outside, some strange creature zips past the front of the house, making a loud roar as it goes by. This door swings open, and two men and a woman walk into this house. And they walk over, and they're speaking to the woman in a language you don't understand. 
They're speaking, and there seems to be a heated exchange going back and forth. And until finally, the two men, they, they, they get on either side of the woman. And they're talking, and it seems like they're arguing and fighting. And so she yells something, and then she gets the, puts the boy behind her. And as they start to confront her, you hear, suddenly she starts... Her, the tone of her voice shifts into something rhythmic. The other group of people, the two men and the, one, and the woman, they take a step back and they're looking at each other. They start looking alarmed. And as the woman steps back, she pushes the boy behind her and suddenly a strange symbol appears on the floor, burning into the wood of the floor. And that symbol burns into your mind and you know that symbol and it is familiar to you more than just a dream it's realer than real and where you are now is a dream and that is the real as you see she finishes whatever she is she's saying and this symbol lights up and the three people that were confronting her vanish in a flash of light all that's left there appears to be some blood around on the floor this symbol is now burned into the wood. She looks around. She has tears in her eyes. She picks up the little boy and she exits the house. And then the window fades away and you can't see anything. It's now just a blank wall again. I try to pat the wall and see if I can get the window to come back. It does I'm not. not exactly sure why. The window does not come back. Bring the lantern. And again, now it seems like a dream. This is a strange vision, a weird dream you've seen. It was a weird dream I've seen. As <laughs> Glenn Gulia, the, the ghoul that you are, some of your life starts to come back to you, a life you lived. You remember being, you were kind of asleep for a long time. And only recently did you wake back up again. What do you do? Oh, I touch the mirror. <laughs> Or the window or whatever. Such a strange dream I've seen. I don't know. Should I hand the lantern to somebody else? Guys, I saw a window, and then I described the window. Did we see the window? You guys saw the window, and you could kind of see edges of what it was, but... um, Did any of you see that? It was dark from the angles you were looking at it from. Did any of you see that through the window? That strange place. No. No. Here, Tim, you you take the lantern. See Thanks. what you can see. I take the lantern and see what I can see. Um, do you have more oil? Uh, I have one more. Okay. So you fill it with oil again. I go put my pot. So now, Tim, you light the lantern. You shine it around. It is again another a pleasant yellow glow. And as you turn and shine it on the wall. You also see a window. Uh, It's not latticed like the window that Glenn saw. This is just a flat, clear window that actually stretches a little bit taller than you. Or about your height, yeah. A little bit taller than you are. And looking in it, you look through, and what you see is a boy who looks maybe early teens... 12, 13 years old, uh, wearing odd clothes, and he's looking through the window, and he's looking, and he's banging on it, and he's banging on it, and he's calling out. 
He saved him. You see him yelling Tim and he's banging on this window. But he doesn't. Can I respond? You can. Little boy, how may I help? He doesn't seem to be able to hear you. You see this for a moment. You remember this this moment as it seems familiar to you. This boy seems very familiar to you. He's he's dark-haired, um, has kind of an olive complexion. And then the image shifts and you're looking through a different window now. And this is you're looking through one window and you're in one of those huge structures and you can see another window on the other side and you are so high up in the air and there are two men in here. One of them comes walking in and he's uh, interesting looking, again, wearing strange clothes. He's wearing a, a fedora hat on his head and he walks up and he's talking to a man behind a desk and they're having a conversation and he has a whole stack of papers that he slams down on the desk and then they shake hands. This is also familiar, though somehow these seem connected but separate somehow, and you don't know how or why. It's like you know both of these things, but different parts of you know them. You, as the images fade, you get a last glimpse of that dark room with a young boy with dark hair looking through and banging on that window, calling out your name. Tim. What do your rogue eyes see? I relay everything I saw and a little boy with little straps going over his shoulders that hooked onto his pants. That but he true. was shirtless. That is what they had. He did have straps going over his <laughs> shoulders that held his pants up. Do we have any more oil? Touch the window. Did he have a key in his right vest pocket? No. Is there any oil in this room? Vest pocket. Tim, touch the window. He... He danced, and <laughs> a word comes to my mind about his dance, but it feels weird since he, young man, and since he was a young boy. I actually have ten torches. I give one to everybody. I have an explorer's pack. That has ten torches. Okay, so what do you guys do? Does it? Yeah. I don't really know where we go Did from Did you here. touch the window? I touch it. It's gone. I'd like to touch the book. Um, okay. It gives you kind of an icky feeling. Can we, and we can't open the book? You can open it. I you open the book. Flip through I it. open it. I pee on it. I open it and I recite what I see. Can I, uh, roll another Yog Saga? No one Rata. else has any oil. I'd, I'd also like to look at the... Well... Glance over the book. I bap it. Do any of us recognize the language? Uh, no, none of you recognize the language. Um, when you shined the lantern on the book, it did uh, seem like you almost almost could read it for a second. It seemed like suddenly it was like familiar, like you knew the language. You knew it. But you, you, you still couldn't quite put it together. Hmm. A Yog Saga said it again. You already did that. Is it another, don't have another turn? I can't Sith it. Is there anything that... I actually have no idea where to go from here. Where Can we put the book into this? our bags so that we have it, but that it, we're not touching it? And yeah, you can put it in your bag. I put where it in my bag. All right, let's this. take your lantern as well. <laughs> the green lantern. I'm putting Necronomicon into well, my equipment. I'm... Did you print this? 
I assume no, we I, I bought it. should go back upstairs or back up the rope. I bet those rugs have that symbol under it. Just is not what really I'm sure what we're supposed to do. I think those symbols well, that got burned go in the back thing. to the black obsidian pillar. And do what while we're there? Pee on it. Ooh, draw that That's symbol. Cool. Draw that symbol on top that. of the pyramid. So yeah, this is you do see this in here, and you do as you this handout I'm just passing around is it all inscribed in strange language. Is that the symbol he saw in that vision he had? No, it's it not. It's to be nothing German. close. Uh, but it does have a symbol and a picture of a black pyramid. It's the Triforce. Uh, the Triforce with some sort of like flame on top of this black pyramid. Ooh, we gotta light a fire. Get the torches. Yeah, Let's go, go light, put it on top of go the. Go light that. Let's go. Let's go back to the obsidian ob- obsuary. Um, so if you you have retrieved the book, which you, if you remember, is really what you came here to find in the first place. I didn't remember that. I didn't remember that either. We came here to find the vault. Yeah, no. the vault that was supposed to have... I remember the vault, but I couldn't remember some sort of, of the details. Right. The vault that was supposed to have some key to solving the issue so in the town. the biggest question is um, the innkeeper, jo- uh Jennifer. Shen, yeah. Jennifer told us to bring the book to him. Do we trust him to be able to Heck help no. us, or do we think he's a secret villain? Secret villain. <laughs> what do you think, Silent Bear Man? <laughs> Barry McConnell? <laughs> uh, I don't remember what he said. I was trying to recall earlier. I thought he just wanted us to bring trinkets or anything worth. Yeah, he said, like, anything you find in the vault, bring to me and I'll help you solve the clues. Or whatever. I'm paraphrasing, Mm, Maybe he speaks this ancient language. Mm. I bet he has some oil to put in the lamp so we can read it, brother. Mm, Yes, whatever whatever we do, I don't think we... can do it here. Perhaps we take what the time book. What time is it? Yeah, is it in li- real life? Yet? Um, no. We don't know. We're down still in, the... in the middle of the night. Um, well, I don't want to go back outside. Let's with take a long monsters. rest. Yeah. Does anybody have any oil in your kits? Um, I've got a traveler's clothes, a staff, hunting trap. Did you guys have a pack? Explorer's pack was your pack. I have an entertainer's pack. Mine was a burglar's pack. Explorer's pack. That was the only one with oil. All the rest of the packs don't have any oil. And he had two flasks of oil. Did that... Yeah. That got used up? Yeah. Like the bull flask. I used one flask for him. Um... And one for me. And for... For each lighted experience, use the whole flask. Um, it, I mean, the lantern is like lit. It's still lit. Oh, it's just the window faded. Oh, let me back. When it. you kind of let did let the like the whole thing palm. again, that's when another window came back. Oh. When a new person like put oil in and lit it, like the so the lantern is still lit and giving off light, but it's oh, not having that book. same strange effect that you had. So I won't work on the book again. Uh, you you can shine it on the book Here, if you want. here's the book. Put it on the book. I you don't have the book. The book. I have the book. No, I still have the book. I never gave it to you. So you two, the language looks more familiar, and it's like it's almost like it's starting to come to you, but it, it's still you can't read it. It looks familiar. It's in English. But I can't read it. Okay, so what do you guys do? I say we go back to the house, yeah, take yeah. a long rest until it's light. We're going to have to go back up the, the rope, sleep in the mayor's bed. Yeah. I tore that up pretty good. I think we go back and get some rest. 
Maybe we can find some more. And then we ask the innkeeper what we do with it. Right, let's go. Follow me. I follow. No. I follow Cat Seth. <laughs> I climb back up the rope with my paw. I hold on to his tail. Okay. All right. So you guys climb back up. You leave the uh, the shrine, the ossuary, and head back up. I say we try. You guys want to try and light the shrine? Yeah. I say we put a fire on top of the pyramid. Uh. Okay. Because there's fire. All right. Light one of your torches. You got one. All right. I light it. Okay, nothing happens. Okay, we climb back up the rope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you guys all climb back up the rope. Um, You come back up into the mayor's uh, manor. Quite the climb. Yeah, it is. um, I want to check under the rug. It's still late at night, so. Uh, what do you do? Maybe we should camp here for the night. Get I agree, but I would like to check under the rugs for that symbol. You already did. Yeah, we already looked under the rugs. I yeah, would like did. to search the rest of the... Well, Can we find some more oil? Yeah, search for some I oil. I want to see what I see through the window. Okay. Um. Maybe I was a dog. What? <laughs> 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 okay, uh, so... So you guys go, you search through, you do find, like, in one of the storage rooms in the house, there is, like, a whole big container full of oil. My turn, oil. give me the lamp. Okay, what do you pour it in for me? <laughs> I guess I have to. I pop the lid off with my mouth and pour it in, and then I rest my paw on the lantern. Um, okay. Wow. Um, and you light it? I light it. Okay. Long ways. all right uh major baker's cat uh as you hold the lantern up and you turn it towards one of the windows in the house uh suddenly that window is looking out upon a scene that is not the exterior of this house what you see is you see a group of people uh standing at a graveside they're wearing odd clothing. Again, they look strange. Um, a lot of them are wearing uniforms, wearing the same clothes. Uh, you get the impression that are probably soldiers. Uh, you hear music, sad music. It's in this strange place with this blue sky. And it seems familiar for a moment. And then that image fades. And then what fades in is a dark room that suddenly gets illuminated by the opening of a door and the light that spreads out from the open door as it lights up the floor you see the body of a woman lying on the floor in a dress an older man walks in looking down he's he's wearing a long coat and a hat that uh, kind of It's like a floppy hat that can'ts off to one side. It's an odd hat. And he sees the woman on the floor and he starts screaming. And runs over to try and help her. And then the image fades. Okay, I take the oil and put it away. I try and get to come back. (laughs) I take the lantern and I do the oil and I light it. Okay, Dr. Simeon. Uh. (laughs) I wonder. Um, This fat woman on the ground choking on a donut. (laughs) (laughs) um, 
What's your name? Drandy Savage. Um, <laughs> Dr. Drandy Savage. Um, <laughs> you light the lantern. As a um, dragon. Yeah. You shine it at the window. Uh, the lattice work on this window vanishes. And you also see just a flat uh, glass window. And in it, you see two boys standing next to each other. One is as they walk over and you look and they're looking in it and they're kind of elbowing each other, talking. One of them is not wearing a shirt and he just has these straps that go down that are holding his pants up. He's the older one, dark haired. Uh, And then there's a younger one and they're kind of shoving each other back and forth, laughing and they're looking and they're making faces at you and laughing. And then the younger one and twist him into princels. The younger one walks uh, starts walking towards you and he puts his hand towards uh, the window and when he presses on it his eyes go wide and the other boy's eyes go wide and this boy suddenly looks like he trips and falls forward into the window like he's coming towards you but then he vanishes and the boy behind him then runs up and he's just panicking he's frightened scared and you see him banging on it and he's saying Tim 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 Timian Timian. And then it fades. The image fades back into a different scene, and you see um, what resembles the boy you saw before, but now he's a man. He's grown. He's wearing glasses, but he still wears those same straps that hold his pants up. He has dark hair, and he has a bushy mustache that curls off to the side. He sits down on the floor and he draws a symbol. He has a book out in front of him. You see a group of other people as you peek around the edges. You see four other people around him. They're sitting across from each other in almost like kind of a diamond formation, facing each other as much as they can. You see an older gentleman with gray hair. You see a younger man, though looks very serious, blonde. You see another older man with iron gray hair and he's wearing a hat you see a disheveled middle-aged man with five o'clock shadow as they're all sitting on a floor with this symbol that's connecting all of them the man with the dark hair with the straps on his shoulders that is seems a strange a strange article of clothing and it seems to have pictures of little hearts on it he looks down he starts reading from this book you see he's excited and he looks at his friends and he's excited and he's, he's talking, he's saying something to him. Like, I found it. This is it. Finally, finally, I found it. He speaks the words. The other men around him also speak some words. And then you see a light that shoots out of each of their heads and it zips out. And it goes towards your window. It looks like they all kind of almost go through this window. And then they all fall backwards onto their backs. As the light from their minds shoots into the window towards you and vanishes from sight. And then the memory fades. And Dr. Simeon can't stand your bits. Suddenly things start coming back together. As you remember your consciousness flying across the cosmos into a new world with a strange purple sky 
into creatures, beings you couldn't imagine. A human that's like a, a, a reptile up bipedal. Whatever was in the area, you see one of your other friends, his consciousness drops down into the form of a house cat that just seemed to be nearby. <laughs> a creature, some kind of ghoul that was resting in a burrow nearby. It rises up, it comes in. Some creature out in the woods, a monster. A monstrous bear comes walking towards. They meet in this section. And another man who was already there, who had been traveling with this reptile person. A man that you've been looking for. You see the consciousness of Tallahassee Turner drop down into his mind. He's familiar, though he's older now. It's been years. But you see the form and the being of anyone that of the person that could only be Timian can't stand your bits the consciousness of Tallahassee Turner drops down into his mind and all of them drop to the ground in a sort of star pattern unconscious every one of them Dashir 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 And now you remember waking up on a hilltop, not remembering who you are or what you are, really. You have dual conscious memories of whatever body this is you're inhabiting. And then strange memories of another place that is alien to this world. So, Drandy Savage. (laughs) Major Baker's cat. (laughs) Give me the lantern. Give me the lantern. Mathon. Uh, Tim and Glenn, what do you do? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I think Barry McConnell over there wants to get My his... name really is Barry McConnell. <laughs> wants to light the lantern. You're telling me Dr. Simeon can't stand your bits, alter ego in a different universe. No. Is a dragon named Drandy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> you picked your names, buddy. It's your fault. <laughs> it's you're not Dragon B Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh that actually would have made a lot more sense. Arr. <laughs> Are you going to light the lantern? I want to light the lantern. Oh, we're out of oil. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're out of oil. Do I need to light the lantern? You do, if you want to. Yes, I do. All right. Give Mith- me the lantern. All right. Mathon, you look out the window near you um, as the scene changes. And looking through... 
you see um, yourself as now you're kind of coming to be aware. Uh, as you kick open the door of a small shack, you go inside with another man you recognize. As you move through the house, you see a horrible scene. There's blood. There's a man standing there without a shirt with a strange symbol painted on him that makes you feel ill. As he's standing there with a knife, you go in. There's a fight. One man is killed. and But you do manage to find the people, or you see that he finds the people he was looking for. This memory fades. Window fades back in to something that is not familiar. A place you don't recognize, a place that fills you with dread. It's a city. Ruins next to a lake. And this fills you with some kind of horror that you've never felt before. You don't know why, you don't know what this place is. The stars are odd. The sky is strange, it's dark. And it is just a lone, quiet city in ruins by a lone, quiet lake. Then it shifts again. And you see a young man in his detective's uniform, as you recognize yourself, as he opens a door into an apartment. You don't recognize this. This doesn't seem familiar. You don't know if, if, if you've seen this before. As a young Billy McConnell, who you recognize, walks into a, an apartment to see a man dead in a chair surrounded by radios. Whoa. And then this fades also. The radio man. That was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. So is that it? Do we win? Yes, yeah, it. You win. That's the end of the game, dude. We win both worlds. Uh, no, you don't. Well, we gotta go up to that pyramid, boys. So, Doctor Simeon. It all starts. So all ends where we. You're start now right? starting to understand. You're remembering the book that you found, the book that was sent to you by a man you know by, as the name of Percival Walthrop. Walthrop. Walthrop who later said his name was William James Henry, and you're confused as to which one it is, actually. But Snap to. A book that was sent to you in the mail that, was, that he discovered. It had explanations, rituals. It talked about a mirror, a black mirror, of an old wizard by the name of John D. And that this mirror was a passage between the worlds. And this mirror could bring full corporeal beings back and forth between worlds. Ooh, yeah. But unless you had this mirror, one of these mirrors themselves, you can't bring a full being through. But the key in this book was you found a ritual that could send your mind somewhere. And maybe if you could send your mind to this place, you could find one of these mirrors and bring someone back through. My brother and so you got together with your friends who agreed to take this risk with you and send their consciousness across the void to somewhere they couldn't imagine. And now here you are. You also have this coupled strange memories of a, of a, a dragonborn named Drandy Savage. 
<laughs> who agreed to travel with a friend of his named Tim, who said he was traveling back to a place where he came from to see if he can find a way back home. All right. And Tim, you remember that, but you also remember going with Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits to do a ritual that brought you here. I am too people at the same time. So am I. Two main friend. characters. Major Baker's story. cat. Meow. You're just a cat. <laughs> they happen to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And so. Oh man, why did I have to get stuck in this body? <laughs> Real nice. Oh, well, I don't have to do the Randy Savage voice anymore. It's killing my throat. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're just still Randy Savage. Oh, brother. <laughs> so, I could really we use found a drink. your brother, Simmy. Yeah, it's Tim. That's right. What's up, He's brother? an assassin murderer. Timmy and can't stand your bits. <laughs> Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> now we've got to bring him back. <laughs> All right, bring Timmy. Him By the way, that was not my plan. Seth named his guy Timmy. <laughs> or Tim. <laughs> I didn't tell him to name that. Well, Tim, but I, oh, but uh, I did just decide that his name is Timmy. <laughs> can't wait to get you back so you can meet my fat wife, your <laughs> sister-in-law, Mary Beth Beth Beth. Meow. Didn't you tell us that your brother disappeared when you were children? Yeah, sure did. Vanished through a mirror. That's why I saw that memory. It's not my own. My wife. But it is my own. Dead. I am totally traveled back. In Tim's body. No. So you do have... All of you have these weird commingled memories. Where sometimes... Um... So your memories of Earth do feel like a dream at times. When you pull up the lantern, suddenly those seem real. (laughs) And your memories of the body you are currently in seem like a dream. (laughs) I have have the memories of the life of an assassin. Major Baker's cat has the memories of licking himself. <laughs> 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 okay. Just so what do you guys do? We go back to the we go back we I go think we need to go back to the inn and I'll get a stiff drink. But also we can give uh Jennifer the the book and see if we can learn anything. I think eventually we'll end up back at the hill, but maybe we need a a few more clues before we go. It's still dark. I think we should sleep here for the night and get some rest. No way. I I paid a gold piece and a half for those rooms. But there's still those monsters outside. That's a risk we're going to have to take. I'm not going to take that risk. I'm going to go upstairs and sleep in that massive bed. Who wants to be be safe here? Also, we need to find the mayor. Because he is the protector. Well, Clearly, he is shirking his duties if he ran away. Perhaps I, in he fact, got I composed through. a song about this. Perhaps he also ran got away. sucked through the portal when we arrived. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows <laughs> broken. The mayor ran away. When danger reared its ugly head, he bravely turned to stale and fred. Brave, 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 brave Sir Mayor. Sir Elringard. Okay, so. I'm gonna go sleep. What are you guys doing? Alright, let's go to sleep. 
Now. Yeah, I think long we rest. should just get some rest. Long rest. Going to do a long morning. rest, brother. That's fine, but perhaps somebody we should take turns on watch so that we don't get eaten by deadlights. All right, deadlights. the ghoul doesn't sleep, so he'll be up all night long. Fine. All right, you go first. What? You keep watch first. Fine. And I'll sleep all night. <laughs> I'm going to rob your, you blind. I don't think I can sleep. My wife is dead. Meow. Meow. I'll take first watch. Meow. Meow. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay, so are you guys sleeping here in the mayor's house? Yeah, might as well. All right, so you're taking the first watch of Major Baker's cat? Yes. Okay. At the end of my watch, I bap the ghoulie awake. Okay. Okay. Where are you guys sleeping here, by the way? Mayor's bed. We're all sharing. You already said you ripped the mayor's bed to shreds. Doesn't mean we can't sleep in it. I think we should sleep in the... I think we should sleep where the fireplace is. The room with the portal. That's what I think. The room with the portal? Yes. So you want to go back down the hall? What? No, we're in the mayor's house with the mirror portal. You mean like in the study where the study. Where the fire is? With the fire and the mirror. Right. With the mirror, the illusory mirror. Okay, so who's taking second watch? Uh uh I already Baker's cat. The I want you to awake. I want you to make a perception check while you're he bapped the ghoulie. Yeah. Ooh, nat 20. Boom. <laughs> okay. All right. You are highly, highly aware. <laughs> Things seem to pass quietly. You watch for a couple of hours. Uh, you're still kind of in the middle of the night until you bap uh, ghoulie away. Bap, 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 Glenn wakes up, and he takes next watch. Glenn, I want you to make a Curl up by the fire and go to sleep. I rolled a nine. Okay. Um, excellent. Can I sniff the air? Um, okay. So, uh, you're lying there, uh, awake, watching. You guys are all in the study? Yes. Okay. Uh, at one point you think you hear, like, a creak in the floor. This is bull. But passes without incident. So. I bap the bear awake. Okay. All right, uh, Barry McConnell, make a Barry. Uh, perception check for me. Barry McConnell. Ten. Okay. It's pronounced Tim. Tim, wake Uh-oh. up. Oh, he just um, rolled dice. Yes, that's not good. Uh, okay, so... Uh, yeah, passes without incident. Everything seems fine. Uh, the sun is coming up. Um, wait, I bap. Simeon awake. Okay, Drandy like, Savage. With my paw. <laughs> okay, um, the sun is now coming up. It's morning time um, as you are bapped awake. You all have a full rest. Um, and you all, you all will uh, move to level two. Ooh! Here we leveled up. Spellcasting, heck yeah. Where do I put that? So the biggest thing is that you're going to get hit points. You can roll for hit points, or you can take 
How do you roll? Stuff. So, so whatever your hit dice is, roll it and add that Ooh, plus your constitution modifier to modifier to your Manifier. max. <laughs> yeah, max hit points. Five extra hit points. Oh, I also rolled a five plus five one four six. plus two, so I get six. Okay, it's morning, so uh, what do you guys want to do? Um, go back to go the, back to the end. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys are heading back. You kind of sneak your way out of the gate to hope nobody notices you leaving the uh, the mayor's manor. Uh, the town is quiet. It's still fairly early in the morning, as you are heading over to uh, uh, across town over to the inn. As you get there. Uh, you walk in, it's quiet. You don't see Shen around Jennifer. anywhere. And so uh, what do you do? Jennifer. Uh, Glenn, I would like you to make a... Sniff roll? Yes. Do I get a bonus die? Yes, you get advantage. So what do you guys do? I do a divine uh, sense. Does it look like there would be a room for the innkeeper? Like his room? Uh, Possibly. All right, go look for his room. Hang on. So I just leveled up, right? Yeah. And so one of my levels up is uh, starting at second level, you can add half your proficiency bonus rounded down to any ability check you make that doesn't already include your proficiency bonus. Okay. So can I use that on perception? And instead of having, since my proficiency bonus is plus two, I can add a plus one. Yes. So do I uh, darken out the circle now? Uh, No. So I can just no, make it. It's zero like Jack of all stuff. trades, you just get to add a plus one to basically okay. everything. All of your other skills. Oh, all of the other skills? I think so, right? Anything you're not trained in. To any ability check. Oh, yeah. sweet. So all of them. Yeah. That's pretty basically, nice. Yeah. Okay, so I got seventeen. Oh. Uh okay. Seventeen. That's pretty dang good. So you guys are calling out to Shen. You're looking around, you're trying to find like maybe a room uh, where he may be. Um, Glenn, as you step in, you noticed this last night when you were leaving, going out the back, but you noticed that smell of rot and death, which now that you uh, are here and you kind of have maybe clearer senses, it smells like decay, like a dead body, which you are very familiar with. I smell food. Yes, you do. It smells like a dead body. Can I pinpoint where it's coming from? You can tr- start tracking it, yeah. All right, I track the smell of dead. Okay, so you guys see Glenn Gulia just Follow me. sniffing the air, and he starts heading out back towards the back door that you guys exited out of last night. So as you get there, you, the smell's getting stronger and stronger. Once you throw open that back door, you're sniffing, and you look over to those storm cellar doors. Follow me to the storm cellar doors. Um, Ready your weapons. I smell death. Once you go over there, they are locked. I picked the lock. I javelin, I okay. javelin so, the lock. Uh, 18. Okay, yeah, you pick it, no problem, since you're a friggin' wizard. Uh, Alright, so uh, Tim picks the lock. You swing the doors open, and as soon as he swings the doors open, that smell of rot hits you in the face. Whoa! It's incredibly strong coming out from this basement. This basement smells delicious. Oh, we are gonna find we're gonna find the bee hole monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is it dark down there? Um, yeah, it's dark down there. Can I see at the bottom? Yes, you have dark vision, so you can see. All right, there's a like a step ladder that leading leading down into the basement. 
All right. I ready my weapon and I go down into the basement. So you step down as you're walking down, you're looking around, you see casks, other things in storage. Um, it's mostly open. And once you get down to the bottom, you look and down up against the wall in the corner, slumped against the wall, there appears to be a dead body. That inn is in some state of decay. Does it look familiar? Uh, yes, it does. But you've never seen this person. You've never seen him in person. But he does resemble, even though with some decay, a portrait you have it's seen. The mayor. It's the mayor. The mayor's dead. And he was killed oh, by, by Jennifer. Blonde hair. Glorious mustache. Fine clothing. Can I eat his brains and get his memories? Can you do that? Yes, you can, because that is part of the ghoul ability. <laughs> do don't it. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally eat this many carbs. <laughs> as uh, this does, as this very prim and proper, even though ghoul who wears a very fine ascot. It's uh, Paisley. <laughs> Paisley ascot. Uh, I come walking down the stairs and he turns and looks at me and says, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have that ability up? Like, no, I can't freaking get it below. There I can load it. I think I have it right here. Yeah, it is a, it's called psychic feast. It is an ability of the, uh, mythos race for the ghoul. Uh, when you feed upon the flesh of a dead humanoid or monstrosity, you absorb some of the lingering traces of memory and knowledge that the creature possessed in life. Strangely, the older the older the corpse, the more potent and memory the memories become. Feeding on a corpse less than twenty four hours dead provides no benefit but nourishment. So he's a, should be at least a week old. Yeah, he left a week ago. Yeah, that is what you expect. All right. Let's eat his brains. Go for Do you it. guys want any? I don't want to be rude. <laughs> you, you really are one so, freaking ugly yeah, creature. Yeah, the mythos ghouls are pretty hideous. Like weird, almost like canine, oh. like werewolf-looking things. Okay, so... Uh, All right, I'll go with you. you Glenn Gulia crawls over there and starts feasting upon the flesh of the mayor. You get quick glimpses of him in a house, him doing paperwork, him down in the uh, the ossuary, kind of doing some kind of ritual things, uh, him up on the on the hilltop with that book. But you're getting his memories, so what you're seeing is you're also getting the impressions of him. He's up watching the, the mountaintop or the hilltop. He's trying to protect it. He's making sure this is secure. He's making sure no one has compromised the ways. He looks through the book, um, which he knows to be called The Key and the Gate. And it is in a language called English that no one here really understands. Oh, I can speak. And then you see him as he enters into the inn and he's walking through. He's looking around. Uh, he takes a step back, he's calling out, Hello? and then he opens a door into a back room, and he sees the innkeeper, Shen, and he's sitting on the floor with a circle and symbols drawn around him. And as he is chanting and talking, strange, silvery, quicksilver entities seem to be forming out of the air around him. And they are leaving out through any crack in a window or door that they can. 
as he sees Shen whispering, speaking, summoning these things into being and sending them out. Uh, the mayor sees him, they yell, there's an altercation, there's a flash of light. Uh, then suddenly you see the next memory is him and he's in a basement surrounded by darkness and Shen is standing over him and he's yelling at him and he's asking him questions, he's asking him questions, but you know you can't give him answers. You know this type of person is the exact person you have been placed here to defend against and you know why he's here and what he's looking for. He wants to open the ways. He is a servant of one of those beings that seeks to find the ways and send their servants through to prepare these ways for their coming. And there's yelling. There's yelling. He He's hitting him. He's hitting him. And then everything goes black. So, Shen's the bad guy. Called it. I called it as well, I mean. Anyway, so Shen's the dude that is... Jennifer. Yeah, Jennifer. He's the one who has uh, been summoning the Deadlights, and he killed the mayor because he wanted the book and to open the ways. So I think we need to kill Shen, and... Yeah, any other ideas? And don't give him the book. Don't give him the book. The book, Definitely oh yeah, the book is not. called The Key and the Gate, and it's in something called English. Who has the book, by the way? Uh, Pete has it in his backpack. Yeah, I, I have it in good. my bag. Can he read it now that we know who we are? You can try. All right, I, uh, try I get again, the book out of my Dom. bag and I try to read it. Book is gone. Oh, dang it! It was when we were sleeping. The dude took it. We gotta go up to the. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that your voice? Kind of. But it was like very. <laughs> anyway, so we. I bet he's up on the hill. Um, trying to open the gates. We've got to go Let's up Let's make there. a run for it. Yeah. Let's go. He snuck in and took the book the when I was watching. I know it. That's why Alex rolled. Which one of us was, was watching? Because wa- there was a creek in the floorboards. You got a 10. Yeah, but what did you roll? Yeah, I didn't get a very good one you roll? I rolled like a 10, I think. That's what I rolled. But there was a creek in the floorboards when he was awake. Well, Did Alex, he take the book when I was awake? You Alex when rolled when I... Yeah, but I just want you to tell me anyway. <laughs> yes, Guys. it happened when you were awake. Phew! <laughs> failed everybody. Okay. Um, but I can also inform chef. you of something later at the end of the game that might make you feel a little better. Okay. Let's beeline it to the... So I have a quick question. Yeah. Um, I get the Song of Rest as my second level spell. You don't, I don't... have second level spells yet. But it says... Yeah, the leveling is different than like your... Spell leveling is different than your level leveling. It's a little weird. You probably got more spell slots, I think, at second level, but you don't get second level spells yet. It just says beginning it, so it's second oh, oh, level. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use soothing music to or, or oration to help revitalize your wounded allies during a short rest. Yeah, so yeah, you, you can do that during a short rest, and you'll get more hit points back. Is that not really a spell, then? No, it's just an ability that okay. you have. Uh, Seth, your cunning action is cool. As a boning at boning action. <laughs> <laughs> pretty late. Pretty late, boys. Oh, pretty late. Geez, I am dying over here. I am dying. 
Gotta wake yeah, up in like three hours. Yeah, get an extra dash, disengage, or hide. Yeah, you can use that as a bonus action now rather than your action, which is pretty rad. That means like now when you're trying to get away, so you can run in, stab, and then use your bonus action to disengage and run away without taking opportunity attacks. Nice. And stuff like that. Or you can dash. You can use it to double dash and attack. So Double dash. It's pretty cool. All right, let's go up to the hill and yes. fight Shen. We must run Naruto style. All right, fly, you fools. All right, Very so you guys, you guys kick the door open uh, out into uh, the open air and just beeline, start booking it up the hill as fast as you can go. I'm not going to make you roll a navigation for it either since you already, uh, you know the way. You found your way up there once before. And since you are making this beeline... Um, I want you all to make a constitution check. Saving throw? Um, yeah, you can do a saving throw. Uh, 14. Uh, 14? Okay. I got a 5. Woohoo, 17, 18. I got 18. I got 18. Don't worry about me, fellas, I'll catch up. <laughs> so, who all, um... Who all rolled a... What did you guys roll on your... I got an 18. Throw? I got an 18. 14. 14. 14. 14. 5. 5. What? Barry, what'd you what roll on your con- your constitution saving throw? Oh, hey, I get my luck oh, back, I don't I? Yes, you do. Yet. I'm going to use the luck to... Okay. Roll again. Uh, constitution. Stupid. I rolled a 9. Okay. I Can I sing at them and give them bardic inspiration? Yeah. You can pass it over to homie. Uh, homie... I know you can do it. Is that a D6? Yeah. You can do it. Uh, 12. Nice. You That's succeed. what I got. Okay. That what? I got a foot. Uh, I got a 12 on a dice, a 13 on... Nice. 12 was the DC. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, nice. So, yeah, nobody gets a point of exhaustion. Um, exhaustion means you have disadvantage on ability checks, which would suck. Uh, okay. So you guys race, race, race. You race up the hill. Can I uh, stay at length and use my short bow as soon as I'm within range? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, why not? I'm going to jab Right. Same with my longbow. Long 150 bow. feet. Trying to one-up me, eh? Yep. I'm going to javelin him. I got five javelins. I'm going to throw it at him. I'm going to viciously mock him. The toss pot. Um, Okay, so as you guys break through into the clearing, you see Shen standing there holding the book in his hand as he's standing near that obsidian pillar that is polished and mirror-like. You see Shen standing there, and he's chanting and chanting as he looks back over your shoulder, his shoulder as all of you come bursting onto the scene. Like, oh, hello there. I suppose I was expecting you at some point, though maybe not this quickly. Uh, I did wonder how long it would be till you noticed it was missing. I do appreciate you doing all the uh, the difficult labors for me. I could have done it myself, of course, but there was one tricky location where they ask you questions that I do not have the ability to answer. So thank you so much for being much more virtuous than I am. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> But if you don't mind, I have something to be about for my master, opening the ways to send his servants through to prepare for his coming. 
they have been they have been growing rather restless i believe with this pitiful little town and the meals they've had there the preparers are ready to go forth to this new place that i've seen in visions a wondrous blue sky overhead structures that scrape the sky machines that fly through the air it's incredible I do believe one of the preparers or one or more have been there before, and they do love the taste. But I have dozens, hundreds, ready to clear and wipe it clean. Would you like to join me? We've already been there, thanks. All right, well, if you won't assist me, then I suppose maybe you can just stay here and play with my friends. Lucky for me, there happened to be a lot of them that stayed nearby in this old, old ancient place. You hear them make uh, some guttural sounds. And you hear shrieks in the trees. This is Donovan. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star review. Share this with your buddies. And check us out at patreon.com forward slash Arkham Files, where you can sign up to get some cool bonuses, or boni, and support your favorite freaking show. Thanks again for being an Arkham Files listener. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.